This movie was so spooky. I'm actually interested to see what you really go with. Seven days. Seven days. Seven days. All you have to do is not watch the videotape. Terrifying. Well, it's terrifying because you don't know what you're watching. Just make your fucking copy of the movie. And kill someone else, said. Yeah, sometimes. So you kill me. And you let them know about... Sometimes you got to break some eggs and make an omelet. Just make a copy. Why don't you just not watch the videotape? What if you accidentally do? But what if you accidentally do? What if you were to someone like, oh, If this awesome? movie was called The Accidental Ring, well, then I'm say, all for it. Let's just say you watch the movie and you want your ex to watch the movie to, let's just say, also <clears throat> die. I don't want any let's of my say. exes to die. Well, Naomi Watts thought differently. Agreed. Good evening and welcome. What a way to dip out your ex. She probably did it on purpose, didn't she? Sean, do you want to go watch a videotape with me uh, downstairs? Yeah. Chicago. Good evening and welcome to Three and a Half Gentlemen, the podcast where three of the four hosts provide a refined and intellectual analysis of movies from their private collections and one who tries desperately to keep up. We'll let you decide which host is which, but for now, my name is Sean, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Jeremiah. Seven days. Eddie. Seven days. Oh my god! <laughs> it happened! And Brandon. Did you watch the movie? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Seven days. <laughs> With every review, we tell you how many drinks it takes to get through each movie selection. At the end of the podcast, we'll rate the movie based on a scale of 0 to 5. 0 is the perfect film you can watch, Stone Cold Sober, and 5 is a terrible film. You must be blackout drunk seeing little girls emerge from a TV <laughs> static to enjoy. In addition to our review, we generally pair our selection with a cocktail that we hope will enhance the viewing experience. We invite you now to shake, stir, stir or mix the cocktail that we've chosen and settle in for what we hope will be an engaging review. With that, what terrifying, titillating movie do we have to start our spooktacular season this evening, Brandon? Uh, oh, wrong movie. Okay, wrong anyway, movie. wrong <laughs> movie. Wrong, wrong Japanese remake. All right, tonight is a very special night. I'm going off script a little bit to say that this is uh, the culmination, the fulfillment of years of, of trying to get Sean to watch this movie. So thank you to our listeners for giving me this opportunity to give him a reason to watch this movie or to at least read some Hi. really good summaries online because he couldn't watch this movie. Uh, we're not sure. Anyway, tonight we're going to kick off the Halloween season with 2002's The Ring, directed by Gore Verbinski and starring Naomi Watts. The movie is a remake of the 1998 Japanese film of the same name, kind of. It's Ringu. 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 Watts plays a journalist who investigates a cursed it's videotape. Japanese for Ring, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm in the middle of this. <laughs> I will literally show this videotape to you just so you can have to wait a week. Anyway, uh, Watts plays a journalist who investigates a cursed videotape that seemingly kills the viewer seven days after watching it. Eddie? As we mentioned with each movie, we try to pair the tone, feel, and overall impact of the story of a cocktail. Sometimes the drink will be referenced directly in the film, and other times the drink will be simply inspired by the film. Tonight, since Jeremiah has taken the lead of this cocktail, Jeremiah, what are we drinking right now? This is three weeks. This is what three weeks in a row. Three uh, weeks. It's one. No, no, Brandon was. Uh, I was the last I, one. I, no, I was I two. Was I was one. three weeks ago. I was the last one. With, you, know, that's uh, you the last two weeks. So this is three. Weeks I was in a row. the one with the blowjob. <gasps> right. Oh, that's right. Yes. With Deadpool. Everyone. So we are celebrating not just Halloween because it's like our my favorite time of the month and whatnot. Year. 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 My favorite time of the year. <laughs> favorite time of the month, huh? <laughs> 
stop it. <laughs> so we're going to celebrate and just go with, uh, since uh, this is a remake of a Japanese horror film, and actually started this whole kind of Japanese like horror films of the, the early 2000s, we're going to go with Sake. 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 Sake to me. Or that. So, you know, the, the ring, you just have to overflow it. That's why we do the Not, whole sake thing. I don't think we understood what you're saying. Oh, shit. No, no, you so just you take can... the sake, you overflow just yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you just take the sake, so leaves, you overflow it, it and you just leave a little, 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 little ring. Yeah, it leaves a little ring on the table. You have to make sure it's chilled, right? I think it's oh, like warm sake. sake. Like oh, warm no, sake. like chilled. You guys are so... Oh, no, I'm Eddie. I'm, like it I'm just came you. out of a well? Oh. Definitely. Anything oh. for it to be. How about you pull that electrode out of your throat and let's go ahead and drink this? Why don't you just jump in the bathtub? the hair, the thing. Yes. That was a trick. You didn't watch it. Brandon. Oh, go ahead. Caught him. All right. To give you guys a little background on our selection process for the second season here, we're going to be reviewing movies that we, however tenuously, can link together by theme, actors, or subject, or Halloween. Again, we are trying to keep to our mandate and review movies that shape how stories have been told throughout time and even how we think they're going to be told in the future on screen. So we won't be talking about the movie straight through. Instead, we'll let our conversations flow naturally. That said, we'll be touching on different film aspects, including plot, characters, direction, director of photography, and anything else that might come up from a deep well or... Ooh. Damn. Why is, it like, is, is, it, is it the play? Is it... Wait. What, what? Is that the videotape? That sounds like the videotape rewinding. Is it rewinding? She never sleeps. Be kind, rewind. She never sleeps. <laughs> that was a good movie. <laughs> Jack Black. So uh, let's talk about The Ring. I would love to. Sean, do you want to take us uh, through since you're our host? Sure. So it's set in Seattle, just the beginning here. And we've got Katie and <laughs> Becca who are yeah. discussing the legend of a cursed videotape. Uh, and whoever watches it dies seven days later. Katie claims to have watched the tape with her three friends a week ago. And then... Like an indelible image, I can't unsee happens. I want to start by saying I fucking hate horror movies. You, Brandon, just spent four weeks talking about how he tortured with superhero oh, movies. Yeah. Well, no, three I because I love watch- Deadpool last week. Mm-hmm. Becca watched it first, or Katie watched? No, it first? Becca didn't watch it. Becca did not watch it. Katie watched it with her friends because okay. she was because like, you know, like, wait a second, you're with friends. Josh? Oh my gosh, you're such a hoe. Becca was just like, I'm not watching that. <laughs> so I loved, I love this beginning because it creates this just sense of like some Terror. shit is going to happen, yeah. right? Um, and, and it just, it's so awkward and so weird. And what I love, love, love uh, about this movie is that almost every single scene has that background kind of drumming sound of just rain. <laughs> hitting the window and it's just there's rain all the time it's this dreary just messed up moment and yeah it sets the stage right from the get-go that something's scary right um now one of the things i noticed when i saw this for the first time in theaters back in in 2002 is that um you know there's a whole lot of of talking about kind of what tv does and I, i think this is a major critique on um kind of technology and you know the girls at the beginning they're talking about brain you know TV uh, rays and, and everything kind going of foreshadows through. a lot of things. Doesn't it does. It? it does. Right. And then another scene that I love that kind of does the same thing is when Naomi Watts's character, Rachel is out on her balcony and she's looking and she sees everybody's got the TV on. It's this idea that this evil presence can really come through the TV at any point and get us. So sleep well, guys. I actually like the beginning of this movie and I like it because it really leaves you kind of guessing what's happening. Um, I love the fact that they were kind of joking about it, you know, and that girl was you know, crying wolf, you know, making a joke about it. And then when the phone rang, yeah, oh, her face shit got scared, didn't right? it? Yeah. 
And then the thing what I don't understand about horror films, okay? You're in the you're in, you're downstairs and you see the TV go just get turned on. To me, that'd be the first thing we like. I'm getting the fuck out, Becca. I'll see you later. I'll hit me up later on. I'll be at your house. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't understand the premise of that. Or when you see the refrigerator door open, you're like, what the fuck? Why are you there? Yeah, Sean, what would you do? Uh, I would not watch this movie. Um, <laughs> so, no, one, one of the things that bothers me the most about horror movies is that they like you just had a beautiful recitation about TV rotting the brain and being the overall villain. Nowhere in that is apparent in the movie. Nowhere in that is really other than if you do mass research on this movie. Is, no, no, is because it, they say that right from the get go. Ah, I feel like uh, there, there's these rays going through our brain. All the left. Yeah, and right. but but if it's gonna be this, okay. So my, my, I guess my problem is is that um, they they give this. Look, okay, so they say that the TV is bad for you, right? Why then is the TV the medium that uh, Samara decides to use in order to come after these people? Is there ever any connection? Is there ever any reason for that? Is there ever any explanation as to why that is what summons her? That's the medium she uses? Yes, because in the 1998 version, they... Okay, so in a different movie. (laughs) Yeah, so in a fucking different movie. That's right. Hey, Um, don't get all upset. She wants her her story to be heard. Look, I just want want the audience to understand. Last year, they... They made me watch it, and and I have had 365 days of nightmares. There's over 85 different nightmares about this shit. This movie came out in 2002. Definitely played an effect of... It was the very... I want to say it's the very first of a remakes of doing the Japanese remake movies, right? Because mm-hmm. I feel like after this, yeah, the it grudge, paved the way of ooh, the grudge and Dark and Waters. Jay, and Dark Waters. Yeah. And Jay, yeah. it, was, it, it was something mm-hmm. with Jay Tuan or... That was, was June. 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 I say it bad, but it was yeah, yeah. The ju- yeah. But it was it paved the way. It was the very first. And before this, the only thing that I kept to the same level of this was probably possibly Scream. Like mm-hmm. I mean, it was like ninety nine, right? So ninety six. Oh, I'm sorry, but like there was around. There wasn't much to compare to this before The Ring. It was mm-hmm. it was Jason Stream Halloween. The, the very thing, basic yeah, the thing. They're, they're, so this put a different aspect of like oh, wait, you know, and it came out a good time because rap. After this, VHS kind of died out. Yeah, yeah, because of this movie. Yeah, well, that's what so, I, I was wondering. Like, could this movie be set nowadays? Oh, with yeah. streaming and DVD. Oh, for sure. But, no, but no. what I'm saying though is, is this okay? So, spoiler alert, right? The only way that you can save yourself is by copying and sending it on. Right. So you what you send what some send the URL. What I'm saying. No, what I'm saying <laughs> is, I think it's nostalgic enough to where it would work. The thing yeah. that I think um, this movie did trigger a lot of was this idea of supernatural uh, horror movies. It created this idea that there's something extra sensitive about mediums. And like you had you had the Blair Witch Project in 99? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 99. Yeah. But the thing with the Blair Witch is like that was just all like psychological. Just psychological but then you get into like Annabelle. You get into all these different other movies that have come out over the course of the last 20 years. And you have a real sense that things are inside or, or inhabiting other. It's almost like it's almost like they took Chucky and put it on steroids. Yeah. So, okay, so I'm watching this again, and I haven't seen this for a couple of years uh, before I watched this uh, a couple of days ago. And I was, I was taken by the fact that, to me, up until the very end, it's not really a horror movie. Okay, so you got I at the agree. beginning, and then you got at the end, and it's a lot more of like a detective mystery story. It's definitely a thriller, but I didn't get this whole vibe of like true horror. I mean, there are definitely horror elements. Like, I mean, one of my favorite shots, I guess, is when she reaches up and pulls the 
the the fly that was inside the the screen like literally manifests itself outside the screen. She pulls it off and it becomes like in her world. I mean, so there's different horror elements, I guess, but to me, it didn't really follow the true horror story vibe where everything is just building up to some major thing. I hate to tell you this, man, but it wasn't scary at all. Wow. Like, that's, like that's, you know, you know, I was just like, wow, <laughs> what's going on? You know, to me, it was just like, it was not as frightening as I remember and whatnot. Exactly. So the 2002, look on Katie's face was... Oh. 2002, it played an effect on me. I felt like I couldn't see anyone's face. No! I feel like, you know, the face, I felt like I saw that face anytime I opened up any type of a uh, window. Closet. Closet, or, yeah. like, shit, I saw something. Like, I, it was like, anytime, anytime the, the static on the TV would show up, I'd be like... The name it, Samara kept me up. At yeah, night. like anytime like a phone would ring with the old stool with the phones, you would, I would, nope, not answering the phone. Sorry, guys. Like it wasn't happening. Like that face is what I saw for a while. Yeah, that face is kind of like, jacked and up. I was man. A, I was They're a talking about junior. like uh, what's the girl's name? Uh, this would be six minutes and eighteen seconds into the movie. Everybody, that's Katie. Check that's, out Katie's, that's Katie's face. face, man. In the yeah. closet. Oh, by you the know. way, Amber Tamlin, what a sport. Yeah, that's Amber what a Tamlin. Sport. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I like her. And no. It's just now, it just doesn't. Like, I watched it now. I'm just like, past tense. What was dead. I? What was I scared about? You know, Katie, I, I, I no, realized it's more of a a mystery. Like Brandon was saying, is I wasn't really. There's this little parts I. I it just didn't it's hold the same value of a scary movie. <laughs> uh, well, that's somebody who never watched it when it first came out. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, uh, I, so yeah. so they're at the funeral, and basically Rachel is tasked with investigating Katie's death, and because it's her aunt. I mean, her. Rachel, Rachel is Katie's aunt. Yeah, they're related. Yeah, right. So they're related. So, and here's here's what here's what bothers me is that you have kind of, I understand Becca goes into like a a Saint Asylum kind of type of thing, but Katie's friends also died the same night that she did. The same mysterious circumstance. Friends from different schools. Friends from different schools. You had Josh, Scott, and Stacy Miller all died the same night, sporting disfigured appearances. So, yeah, but the friends who were at the funeral didn't know these people. They just, like, you know, knew a few of them and whatnot. And then when Seth Cohen, I mean, sorry, when Adam Brody, Adam Brody, you know, it was like, oh, it was the tape. You know, like, he was telling them, like, hey, you know, yeah, that guy died and that guy died. Then, like, Rachel decides, hey, something's going on here. Yeah, so you asked me uh, what I would do? Not watch the fucking tape. Never watch the tape. Never investigate further. First what? and foremost, she is an investigator. And second, well, you know, and she's doing her research. And, and her two, son, Aiden. When someone tells you, yeah, a tape is going to kill you. See, here's my problem. is it, it, To me, it's far more compelling if you say Pandora's box. You don't know what's in the box. That gives mankind compelling reasons to open the box and see what's inside. If you tell me I'm going to die from watching this videotape, why on earth would you even chance it? Why? Because what if you're, if you're, compulsion? but if you're a skeptic, if you are somebody who doesn't believe this, right? Even and if she, you don't believe it, but it's dumb. Okay, but she doesn't believe it, right? And and like Jared was saying, she feels it's her job as a reporter to investigate, and her job as an aunt to investigate these, this thing. It's kind of like when right? someone goes like, "Hey, you should probably wear your mask outside because COVID is actually going to kill no, you." Nothing like that. Nothing like that. No, at I all. think it is. I no, think it's it's is. kind of the yeah. same thing, you know. No, you have a ninety-nine percent chance of surviving COVID. But I'm just saying, but, but you're zero percent. You've got no. You've got you've got a hundred percent chance of surviving for seven days. <laughs> no, the same. It's not even the same. All That's not even not even close. To what being would the same. you do? If, it's kind of the no, same. Not at all. So it's kind of the Rachel, same. So no. Rachel's son, Aiden, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's get to Aiden. That dude's up. Uh, what a psychic, creepy kid, right? dude. Yeah, I don't know what he, the hell he is. Was he drawing? He drew a picture. He drew of Samara. His, oh, he also drew pictures of Katie. Katie. Katie dying before she died. Yeah. 
But no, 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 no. So here's here's what teacher. I was thinking. Just a teacher. It's, okay, so it, the, I, I caught this for the first time this week when I watched it. She's not drawing Katie. She's drawing Samara. So she, he he has some kind of connection well, to he, Samara. In, in Originally, the, right? the dad had that because in, in the it's original under, movie, it's right? under the ground, right? Yes, and it's got got Samara's hair over her face. Okay. He's got like so. A I think medium. it's Samara. He's like a medium. Yeah, he's a medium, it's a but medium. It's, he's connected to her. Which oh, I got goosebumps literally talking about it. Is that when we have that scene at the end? And I don't want to jump all the way there, but we're gonna right. And she's like, it's taken care of. We 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 freed her. We let her and go. He's like, and he sits way. up and he's he goes, like, "Why you weren't supposed to do that. You do that?" And I remember <laughs> sitting in a theater in Woodland Hills, uh, and I remember sitting there and watching this. And when they they release Samara, and I'm like, "That's the ending. Like it, that's kind of that's a lame ending." Little did I know there's still 20 minutes of the movie left. <laughs> and then when he sits up and he says that to her, I actually remember my heart like Uh-oh. getting cold like, and going, Uh-oh. "Oh my god." It's, oh, it's so good. It's funny how you say that. Did anyone ever, when you when you watch this movie, that I, for some reason, I don't know why, but do you not feel cold when you watch this movie? Oh, I do. I feel, seriously, this movie is just, you feel depressed. It's sad. very dark. Very sad. It's very super, wet. It's super slow, right? And, and it's it, such the, a the, slow the filter burn. Of the, the filter of, of the cinematography in this movie is just like, it really makes you feel like so it, you're good. just doomed. Right. It's all tinted green, and it, there's no bright there's colors. There's no shadows. There's no, it's just... Ha, ha. The, the graphics of this movie, too, because you saw Samara walk out of a screen. Like, did that not freak out anyone oh, when you first yeah. saw that? Yeah. Like, that I felt yeah. like that was, it put a stamp, like, nope, not going so to bed tonight. What you think of her crawling out tonight. of the TV screen? For somebody who, who I feel has the TV on quite a bit. Static. Any time you see static on the screen. That's that part. But you still know that she crawls through the TV. I know, I know. You know that one part is kind of creepy when uh, actually the son is seeing the video and you actually, first time you see the hand hand come come out of the well. Which the idea is that the movie, the tape is is changing, right? The tape is adapting. And oh, oh man. Enjoy your sleeps tonight, guys. So I don't know why anybody would watch this movie. There's, so, there's no okay. redeeming. Well, not just okay. Movie. So not just not, what, what, wait, 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 wait. What do you get from this movie? Like what? Possible a great can you freaking get? story. Like I really think. It's no, sort of it's not a great story. Well, I, okay, to each his own. Um, so okay. it's not just it's not just the three of us that like it, and not you. Until it, this was the highest grossing horror remake in movie history. Like I mean, think about that. It okay. sold. I think it was like. 200 million copies or something on the first day that it came out as a DVD. Mm. I mean, just... Let's talk about Rachel. Do you let's think talk about a, Rachel. Do you think she's a good parent? Because, no, she's you know, to die. She's like, no. seriously, like, I think she is, like, a really bad parent. She, she just should've... leaves her kid walking to school, you know, just being like, hey, anyone could just, like, you know, pick up the kid and everything like that, you know? She always leaves the kid around. What do you think? Yeah. So, okay, she's so one of the things that really bothers me uh, in movies, not just this movie, but this movie is definitely an example of that, is when we have this introduction to Rachel as this cliched, terrible parent, and it's always the same thing. And tell me how, how I'm just tired of seeing this, where uh, the way that we know that this is a bad parent, they come to, sh- they show up late to pick the kid up, and they're on the phone, and it's some stupidly pointless conversation about how 
they're chewing out somebody else on the phone. And then to me, it was just such a cliche. It was the worst part of this movie, but we see it all the time in movies. It's that, oh, this is how we're going to establish this is a bad parent. They're going to be coming up late to pick their kid up, and they're they're yelling at somebody on the phone. And they're always like ignoring the kid when the kid's like, yeah. they always have the clue like, hey, yeah, uh, you should probably like actually make the copy of the tape or something like that. Yeah. Okay, son, well, let's actually just take you to school or something like that. Yeah. You know, like they always like to <laughs> overlook past it. It's so fun yeah. to me. Yeah. Let's talk about also how, okay, so Katie. Uh, she goes to the cabin. She watches the tape, okay. right? Yeah. Smart. <laughs> well, I mean, they're trying to watch. They're trying to tape a football game. Yeah. Because you do that. Yeah. But nowadays. overall, it's just funny. Like, let me call my ex-husband. Let me have him watch it. Oh, that. Yes. I felt like that was like. Oh, you talk about Rachel? Uh, yeah. Rachel. Yeah, Rachel. Talk, say, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So yeah, Rachel, she calls Noah and like, hey, can you watch this? And his, he's skeptical about well, the whole he's thing. A, he's a photographer. He's like a developer. So he doesn't believe it. He doesn't believe in any no, of this. Also, another skeptic, which like, makes sense. I thought like I would watch it in real life. Does this? Does the ex-wife not call you and say, "Hey, watch this"? And then, like, that's the best way to get back at you. I don't think they were a husband. I, I think, think they, they were just, just a fling. Yeah. Like a, a if if you are thing. suggesting that she thought it would kill him. Then I disagree. She with watched you it. She's like, I'm going. Well, I I'm gonna have him go too. <laughs> well, so she's still. You're saying that. I mean, she's this investigator. She's this skeptic. So she, I'm sure she thought that watching, letting Aiden watch it was fine. Letting the husband. Oh no, watch she it was she fine. knew that something was was up she after was up. that. Yeah, but I think it was she the electrode. No, the she electrode didn't. out of her throat. Somebody I called. Think. Yes. Yeah, okay, so I th- I do think, though, when she first watched it, she thought it was a prank. She thought somebody at the cabin was pranking her, right? Um, but remember, it wasn't until, and for both of them, both See, Noah and, and Rachel. That just shows you how stupid she is. You've got four dead kids in Seattle, including your niece, and you still think it's a prank? You're a moron. You deserve okay. to die. So anyway, of all the people in this movie, she, the, the, Samara should have crawled through the TV. So anyway... Both of them don't realize that there's a problem, right? Both of them don't realize there's a problem until they take the pictures of each of themselves and and they see themselves all distorted. Which it kind of freaks I mean, me out. Have you ever got to get creepy. you ever have pictures like that? And you're just like, oh shit, I'm all ringed Something's out. Something's wrong. <laughs> Damn it! Are you say you purposely take another so it's picture. Like shit. Thing? Okay, so okay, I'm like, okay, this one came out good. Okay, I'm not all ringed out. Yeah, let me delete that. And I was gonna say that's why. Uh, I know I've been I've been teasing this, but season three we're gonna be bringing in a, some video. So yeah. be ready, be ready, everybody. Oh no. Eddie, what's wrong with what's wrong with Sean's face in it's that a, picture? It's an old app. He did it in college too. We will post that up on uh, we'll post that up on Instagram. Yeah, oh my goodness! We'll post it up on Instagram. Oh, oh that's a better one. That's a good one. Yep. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Sean really didn't like this movie. He doesn't even like talking about. Yeah, he doesn't even like talking about this movie. I, I, well, question. because it's a, it's it's got a stupid plot. So let, let, it's okay. got stupid characters. Rachel's an idiot. She continues to uh, investigate. A, she's a, a reporter. Tape. Yeah, an well, idiot. Then she, then her goal though part and parcel. Her she's an idiot reporter investigating a tape that is known to kill four children. But after she watches it, right? After her goal is to now, then actually, change it to stop it from know, happening. She knows she has seven she days. She has to work. Right. Um, okay, so one thing that I, I wanted to ask you, because I, want, I, I honestly have no idea, was Katie and her friends, w- was that the first time that Samara struck? Oh, hell no. Because no. I don't think so, because right, Becca was talking about, oh, I've heard the rumor of this. But at the same time, it feels like, how did that videotape... It was, was it a always? Copy. Was it always? Was it a copy though? No, I think it, it was could the, have original. Been the original going from place to place. But the but, point, but it would have always been at the cabins because that was where she died. But yet again, we have no explanation. This is my. I mean, it's easy to make a horror movie, and you say it's got this great plot. Well, oh, there's no real explanation plot. as to why she attacks the victims that uh, 
that she chooses. So why? I did. I did read the deleted scenes. Apparently, I don't care about the deleted well, scenes. I care about they... the movie that I watched. And there's no explanation of why she attacked the victims. So there's no explanation of how she used the videotape as an instrument to get to people. Why she used the TV as an instrument to get. Have to you people. ever heard of of just like uh, original uh, suspending No, 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 no
this girl are trying to figure out. They're trying to figure it out. So they don't have the answers. Therefore, we as the or audience, we don't have the answers either. So to me, they're cheating and they, they come up with a shitty story and don't know how to finish it. I if you look you, at Michelle. a great story like What Lies Beneath. Oh, that's a terrible movie. Oh, I don't agree with oh, you at all. Michelle Pfeiffer, get a better job. They really tell you like, in the trailer. Remember seeing the trailer like, oh. They, they tell you the whole story of that movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but what I'm saying is there was there was absolutely a reason why she was down at the bottom of the lake, why she was haunting, why she you know trapped Harrison Ford under there. There was absolute closure. And I guess my point is this is a cheap and tawdry way to not have closure. Well, listen, I don't think the movie's scary. I think the movie seriously doesn't hold up as much as but you do get the sense that she wants she wants to be seen and she wants her story to be heard you know in a weird way she you know it's like you know you will hear me you will know who i am in a weird way and basically that's just how it is her story you literally have to like give it to someone else to survive mm-hmm. you know you have to make someone know and what's I thought going that, on with it. that plot device was interesting but here's so my question. Her, she, well, her spirit lives on, so it could torment others. Yeah. But at the same time, for her story to be, she, it's almost like a cry for help. Like she wants, she, she it did is not. It's not a cry for help enjoys. because she shouldn't have been let out of the. So here's she so, got she got pushed down and locked well, into a well. Right. But she was okay. evil to start with. She was evil before. That. Okay. So well, let's let's doesn't fucking help l- when you don't put uh, you know a, a tiger in the in the cage. Mm-hmm. Let's but look at the fact. The let's okay. Yeah. So so one of the, the things that Brandon anyways. has one of the things that Brandon has commented on, and you've commented on, is when at the end of the movie, when the, or twenty minutes from the end of the movie, when the kid says you shouldn't have let her out. What is the difference between an out Samara and a Samara that can leave the well? There's none. There's none. So what was the purpose of that line? Because to show that it was that was that was a cinematic storytelling tr- technique to say, movie's not over, movie's not over. Right. Or to basically say that she, as this entity, this spirit, is not worth saving. But I want to just go back because I was just thinking about this. Sean, I want to ask you point blank. Dark Knight, right? Love the movie, right? Great movie. Okay. Why does the Joker do what he does? Let me guess. You're going to say something about the fact that he wants to see the world burn, right? Exactly what his stated intent is. What is that? He says, even if you have a plan and the plan is terrible, people feel more comfortable without a plan. All he wants to do is anarchy. All he wants but, to do so, is to destroy but that's, the world. That's, it is articulated through the course of the movie. It's not articulated. It's, it's articulated by Alfred. It's articulated by the whole theme and t- tone of the movie, by Joker himself. Jerry, by you, you see what I'm saying, Jerry? Stick in half. You know, you're, that's, that's a terrible. That's a great example. A great filmmaker using this context Gore of the Gore Verbinski made Rango. <laughs> Come on, can we laugh about it? Like Rango. Let me just. What's I the, love Rango. Rango's great. The one with the with little Johnny Depp. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rango's a great movie. Uh, no, if you guys, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, you you keep saying it's a great I, story, I but I think it's got great effects. I think it's got the 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 effects of her coming out of the TV are chilling the concept of the seven days is chilling it's cool it's See, different but there's no story but i to i to me i love the 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 journalistic story i love her tracking it down i love her accidentally finding the 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 lighthouse and the edges of the film i love the nuances the i comes, love that the story comes pieces throughout the movie. pieces very much the more you watch it the more you keep picking up like oh i didn't catch that yeah oh, i didn't catch that like, right, that's true. There's a lot of areas you watch the movie again, and I, I hate to tell you this, but Sean, you should watch you it again. Catch, I'm never watching it. You will catch another. T- you will catch another two areas of the story, uh, of the movie. If you watch it again, it's like, oh, 
that made sense now. It makes like, a lot okay, more sense. Okay, I see what they're talking about. This is that brings a little extra part into this of her story. Well, it's just like I I realized after watching this movie probably five or six times now and throughout my life. Yeah, I can't watch it that many times. Well, I love this movie. I really do. <laughs> but no, that 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 uh, Aiden isn't drawing his cousin. He's drawing Samara. That there's uh, right from the get go we get there. There's this connection yeah. between. The kids. But why is she attacking people? Why is she attacking innocent people? Oh, it doesn't matter if they're innocent or anything. Yeah. Like why though? No. Why is she attacking them? Because why? she's she's just she's, an evil. It's a curse. It's a curse. It's an evil spirit. It's an evil presence. Yes. And that's that. And, and that does come from. And maybe you can say it's lost in translation, but that comes very much from the Japanese original film. Is that there are just evil spirits. Within Japanese culture, the only way to beat that evil spirit is if you. Well, there is no one, way to beat it. And this one this is. In this one, there is. Yeah, you have it, to. You have to actually pass no, it on. To that's the not next beating person. it. That's, See, it's kind of like. Um, you, then you be let there, go. There was a it's, movie it's like it came out. Just let that person know. Hey, hey, you have to make a copy and give it to someone else. Okay. There was a movie that came out a series of about four or five years ago. It's called It Follows. It has the same oh, premise, yes. you know, where it's actually you have to sleep with someone to pass that evil spirit to the next person. Mm-hmm. If you don't, it's going to kill you. Right. It's like it's the STD ghost the STD story. Ghost. <laughs> but it STD. has the same premise. Like, I would be dead. Like, <laughs> it's like, Who wants to sleep with me right now? <laughs> so, but it has the same, like... <laughs> you do not have a. You don't really have an origin story of where it comes from, right? Because evil is evil. And I feel like I feel like for a horror film or for a thriller, and this is just me. We don't way. need to necessarily have that backstory, right? It's okay. And and Sean, I know you disagree, and that's fine. But I think that for this type of story, it's okay to not know everything. It's okay to just say there's an evil presence. There's an evil presence in Derry that takes the form of a clown. There is an evil presence uh, with that takes the form of this little girl with creepy black hair. So if Sam and Frodo had stopped at the base of Mount Doom, movie over, you'd be okay with that. Okay, that what what, what? That literally can we edit that no, out? Because Lord, no, it makes perfect sense. In Lord of the Rings, they if don't Frodo do that. And Sam stopped at the at the base of Mount Doom, and it was like, okay, movie over. You don't That's need to know the whole the story. S- you only need to know part of the story. You're this isn't story part of the knows. story. That's exactly what you. This just is said. Rachel's story. This is her uh, her attempt to figure out what's going on with the, with the cassette. And guess what? She does. And the VHS, ending. Bro. The end. Okay, VH. It's a cassette. <laughs> Anyway, because that is for music. No, it's, it's either <laughs> when she when she has her son when his fingers are on that recording device. I mean, to me, that is that's that's, that's a full completion completion of the film. That is completely well, saying, hey, I, this story is 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 done because her part of her part in this story is done. And I, I appreciate that, but I also think that if you're gonna write. Uh, quote unquote, a good story. It needs a beginning, middle, and an end. And to me, we've only gotten the middle and partial part of an end because we really don't know if the uh, thing that she did with her son at the end worked. You do in other movies, in so, other movies, but not <laughs> in this movie. Just like in yeah. most movies. No, the beginning Lord is Lord of Rings, Lord of Rings two, and Lord of the Rings three. And if you watch only the first one, you have no idea if they actually. Yeah, got guess what? Well, they're talking about a dragon in Lord of the Rings, and I don't even know what <laughs> dragon. <story. laughs> yeah. They're talking like about Star Wars. You have no yeah, idea yeah. if Darth Vader actually gets defeated. Who, who is Darth Vader? Who, who is Luke Skywalker the Darth Vader? Right? I don't know that. Are you suggesting that this was a pre-planned trilogy? No. Here's what I'm saying. Uh, here's what Thank I think you. he's suggesting. This is no, what I'm suggesting. No, but they did know that actually there was a uh, there was a sequel to it, and they were going to actually. You know, what we need to realize of the story is that every film, every story has stuff that goes on before it in that hypothetical story sphere and things that happen. But why after is it, it in horror movies they never explain why the person 
or the entity that is killing people is killing people. And moreover, why in the quote unquote good storied uh, horror movies, is it always up to this imagination or is it always up to this inference of film? I mean, to me, okay, two things. Number one, you don't watch enough horror movies. Neither do I to make generalized statements. So that's like not true. That. I mean, I think psycho is oh literally, okay. Psycho, The Shining, The Thing. The Thing is about as ambiguous that, as I like. That's the list of movies, of horror films that he's ever seen. That's not true, but The Thing... The Thing is really great, has, by the way. Yeah, ...has great ambiguity to it. You don't know where it came from. You don't know if it got out at the end. But you have a beginning, middle, and so end to your story. that's the exact same... That's the... You, no. no. That's contradiction in definition. It, it, there's kind of the same thing, Sean. It's the exact I'm actually same thinking thing. about it. In a way, there is. Just the thing is a better movie then. Yeah. Here's, <laughs> here's okay. So here's yeah. you. You want an answer, and I, I'm gonna say this, and then maybe we can move on because I don't think it's gonna get through to you. But do you? Yes, Brandon, well, uh, oh, no, me no. with a, a a doctorate in law, it's not gonna get through to me. Thank well, you. Well, no, you're not. Basically, <laughs> that, that sounded like that Rachel right there for a second. <laughs> just throw that out like it has any bearing on anything. No, here here's the thing, Sean. Do you believe in demons? Do you believe in demons in this in this in this world? The first episode of here. our Halloween season. My goodness gracious! Sure. Okay, sure. Where do they come from? Well, it depends on what, what you're talking about. So, if you're talking about okay, so let's just say they come from hell. Okay, so is she not then just a demon incarnate in a human? If form? we had any explanation of that in the film, but or do, we need, of that in the, yes, do we need 100%. it? Do we need it? Okay, uh, I, I don't. Okay, anyway, something <laughs> that I think is is really interesting, and and uh, Eddie, I think we were talking about it earlier off mic. Um, is the graphic killing of the horse? Oh yeah, that was <gasps> okay. Terrifying. Can I ask you something? That was uh, that was Star- hard to watch. It started right? me. It, it started me. I, it's scary. Like, realistic. I, I, I like, this is, is this real? This is the one scene I was like, I fucking hate this scene. It makes no sense to me. It's like I oh. get it because there's a horse on the video cassette and whatnot. But Jesus, what is the fuck up with Rachel? Like, come here, horse. The horse freaks out. Don't you back away for a second? Let's go and like bug the horse more. Hey, horse, come on, let's be friends. Horse no. is like, nope, I'm no, dead. let's not I'm be friends and shit like that. You fucking disturbing motherfucker. Like, you know, I, and then if so I was is it a, because uh, Rachel was marked, yeah, because the the big thing, yeah, but Jesus, wouldn't you fucking think if I was a, okay? If I was like next to the, if I was next to that horse and that horse, which horse is scared the shit out of me, kept fucking going crazy. Eyes? No, they're just weird and shit. <laughs> Like mythical, big, it's a big dog. It's just, it's just <laughs> mythical creatures and shit. <laughs> Why aren't you letting me pet you, horse? Yeah, you, you, once you'd be freaking out the horse, wouldn't you just like you know back up? I mean, if I was the owner of that horse, I'd be like, "What the fuck did you do?" You know. I I think that honestly, yeah, I, I agree. But I also think that at that point, after I I think it's because she was marked, right? Because Samara's whole thing was Dad cared more about the horses than he ever cared about me. There, there's there's your reason right there, but. Um, <laughs> Right when the horse gets spooked, it senses that that bad juju, that bad vibe, whatever you want to call it, right? And so it literally does what we assume all the other horses did, which is commit suicide, right? Is that they drove themselves into the lake, drown themselves to avoid her, to avoid her. I know, just Rachel's, Rachel's just like trying to be like the evil spirit that's within Samara. Let's talk about just the filming of that and the way that (laughs) it it jumps and it doesn't just clear the thing because that would have been way easier and way less heart destroying than literally seeing its foot catch and then it topple over 
Um, and one of the things that I think is, is beautifully done, we haven't even talked about the actual videotape itself and the contents of the videotape and how just damn creepy that is. It's a very art school. Very video. art school. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but what I love is that in, in the course of the movie, we see pretty much everything from the videotape kind of manifests itself in the real life. Everything from the big, huge ladder, um, against the building to the little centipede that was, uh, on the, yeah. the thing. Um, to the horse, to the blood. I mean, there's so much here that I think is just have technically you, a really well-made film. Have you ever seen it when they actually when the um, when the person gets you know gets ringed? I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. You know when the camera zooms to the character's face and you see their face kind of about to change. Yes. If you watch it very slow in slow motion, you can see every single footage of that video. In a fast take, so it's like, is it? And you actually really see it. It's the craziest Ooh. thing, man. It's done that. pretty well. Shani, you want to do you that know? with me? No, thank you. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's talk a little bit about the medical files and the fact that um, you know Samara's adopted, and, and that, that nothing um, is really well guarded. Adopted by that's mother, true. Yeah, and yeah. Brian Cox. And Brian Cox. Um, but it said birth mother, and it says, it says right here, adopted, adopted daughter. Adopted mother, yeah. I oh, does it say adopted? Maybe. Yeah. It was adopted. My eyes are really bad, so and I probably didn't see adopted. You will find out later that you'll find out uh, the origin of Samara and where who her, her parents were. When we all road. watch Ring 2 next week? Possibly, yeah. Sean, can we do and that? She, in short, you she was can. never good, and she's never a normal girl, but she uh, had an evil, evil spirit within her, and she was only a vessel. Yeah, so almost like exorcism, like she's pretty she's much controlled. Mm-hmm. And I I did re, uh, re, read a couple areas that in the original version, the Jap- Japanese version, the Noah he played yeah, exactly. a bigger role, and I, I wish that would have been. A bit more. I like Noah, like as a character, I really like Noah. I just wish it would have been a little bit more. T- I keep hearing like, oh, the husband played a bigger role in the other version. It's like, oh, that would have been cool to see that. Because yeah. this part, he was just. He just didn't believe anything. He was like, ah, oh, he's skeptical about it. He's like, nah, I'll watch it, whatever. But so, so here's here's my question. Samara had the ability to essentially etch images onto surfaces and in the minds of people. Why would we suggest that her getting killed by her mother or strangled by her mother and thrown out of the well wasn't a product of her desire? So... This would have made it a much better movie for me is if Samara had actually had like was split in half, had the d- demonic possession, but also had something in her that was self-preserving or, or not just purely evil and her trapping herself in the well through the activities of her mother would actually keep the power at bay, at least partially. There's got to be something there. It's not just. That she's like, there's got to be some difference between her down the well and out of the well. And there, there was nothing. Not. No, there was no explanation that. in the movie. And to me, that's like, okay, then why? What did it matter? The the mom, the adoptive mother, pretty much just trying to kill something evil. She w- didn't do it the right way. She threw it down the well. You can't kill it that way. And overall, it just it cursed everyone. No, and I, I get that. But there, why then? Why did the Aiden say, you know, you shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have released her. Like, the, other than. Like Brandon said, oh, look, we have 20 more minutes left of this movie. The same reason why the mom killed her and say, that's not the way to do it, mom. Like, you, you should have done it that yeah. way. Like, no, the, I, the I agree. There, there, is, there is no There's difference hole. that I see between her being dead and alive. In fact, if I actually like this idea that she almost drove herself to death through the actions of her adopted mom. Um, so that she could reign her evil over the world. I, that, to me, that actually is really good. So good job. You, 
You filled in some blanks for us. No, I could have just written a better movie. Can we um, talk about? Uh, wait, no, we we okay. So at this point, <laughs> I've been waiting months. Yeah, I've been waiting months. Yeah, we finally have a Brian Cox movie. Brian, he's on skill God for four dang minutes. Cox. Uh, yeah, I love the fact we have a Brian Cox movie. Top Brian, billing. Rachel and goes looking for Brian Cox. Only there what. Four, four minutes, minutes of the movie. Hey, but let me just tell you, Brian were those Cox, not the right? most magnificent four minutes of that movie? Well, any, any, any minutes of Brian Cox on screen is magnificent. I love seeing Cox, Cox on screen. hitting Rachel? Oh. oh. Creepy moment right that there. That was a creepy moment right there when she's watching the video she, he's and he's like right in the background. I'm like, oh, shit, yo, And Rachel. then the way he goes, I mean, we can laugh about it. We did laugh about it earlier, but the way he goes is like with surge protectors wrapped around his neck <laughs> and then drops the TV, which I think is such a... a cool symbolic thing is that he's killed through the tv just like she's killed everybody through the tv okay so and this is what i'm sorry this bothers me again is you have brian cox who clearly was at least quasi abusive to rachel if not overtly abusive Mm -hmm. which if we're going to go on this world of intimation there's a pretty good chance that that he also was abusive toward samara Oh, I think that's definitely. Oh, yeah. Why I mean, he, did he, he had her live up in the loft? Why did she leave him alive? Crazy, why wouldn't he have been her first victim? Oh no, because you actually let him suffer regarding. I was going to gonna everything. say it's a haunting thing that he yeah. he is. That's finally his escape is death, and mm-hmm. he thought that he had kind of gotten rid of her. He even says it too, like you know, I've been listening it's whispers, whispers of her all the time and whatnot. I get to actually destroy these whispers now because she, yeah. like, yep, I'm always haunted. Where was her bedroom? Up in the loft in the yeah, barn. But then underneath that was a well. No, no, no. So the, the well, well that was cabin, cabin number twelve. That's right. right. So I That's think right. we have to assume, and this this is something that frustrated me years ago when I first saw it, and then again the other day when I watched it, is I don't get the timing. How much time has passed? Since Samara died and Rachel, like this moment, right? Well, it can't be that it, long. It can't be that long, but it has to be long enough that they decided to build over the the well uh, with the cabins. And then also, we have to imagine slash assume that um, the Morgans are super rich that they own part of of their property on the the, the island, but then they also owned property probably See, over by the that's well? the thing that i did not understand here and i never got the never yeah, got the question don't so get it's like how the hell how did they Why get over to the there? well yeah here's yeah. what i think i think that mom took samara out of the house knowing the well was there mm. and then covered it up with cabins no the cabin was always there she covered it up with the slab cover up with, with it wasn't concrete no but it was that oh. yeah yeah but how oh, they, such a cool moment. That, how do they that get that to arrow. the well? I mean, that's the oh, thing, you know, because they were in that island, right? They live off the island, yeah, right? Yeah, so I think, I think so Sean's how they... got it, though, is that basically he said, oh, we're going to go for a trip, right? A, a, a vacation, you and me. Um, and then, a trip, I get it. I'm going to dump you down a well and have, family you, trip. and have you terrorize people for all time. Which makes sense that if she did know, like, I mean, Samara would have known Anna's intentions, I think. I, which I like is why, your reading. Which I like is why reading. I like the concept of her trapping herself in the well. Yeah. If only there was some reason why it was different out of the well versus in the well. Well, you saw in the well, too. You saw when Naomi Watts went down there. You saw the fingernails in the well. Yeah, so almost as like she has two different things. She was trying to get out trying to get so out. desperate. So, yeah, like there's – that's – I don't know. It, it, you're right. There is a lot that's not addressed. But to me – 
Where, where, but here's, you here's like the feeling the movie gives I you. I love the feeling, you like but the I scares. also, well, I don't like the scares, but I love the feeling. I love the mystery. And I think that's what it is. I like the mystery because I feel like when I watch this, I am the exact same mental state minus being terrified as Rachel is, right? She doesn't know. She can't figure it out, but she's trying so desperately to. And so in a lot of ways we step in and become Rachel alongside her. What do you guys think about the music actually? Because I was actually really shocked that it was a uh, Hans Zimmer. Wouldn't did, yeah, didn't know that until you mentioned that uh, earlier today. Um, but then again, when I think back on it, there's there's a hell of a lot of strings, and I'm sure if I listen, there's some drums in there too, and some 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 horns, some horns, right? <laughs> um, but I, I it was really there's one portion I'm trying to remember exactly where it is, but it's just like this really eerie string eerie sound. String. Well, eerie it was strings. it was actually when she was going to um, uh, Brian Cox's uh, house, and they, yes. they were falling like this. They had some crazy views, man. Some great like mm-hmm. you know like. Uh, scenery like shots through like you know the bridge the, yeah. the streets and everything like that it was kind of creepy yeah, there's man. one portion where it's, it's just like this quiet piano playing and I thought it's just the movie or this the, the word that I just get with this is just creepy right just creepy it was in, in a lot of Halloween movies and a lot of scary movies there is some type of laughter or funniness to it this one was sad, man. This was just this was sad. Blues, grays, it's greens. Seriously, man, you just go, everything was fuck. It's miserable. It's a depressing movie. <laughs> yeah. if you think about it. <laughs> yeah, there, there's. I don't think any of the characters smile. Oh, I think that that Rachel's Rachel smiles. What do you think of <laughs> Naomi Watts, Jeremy, Jeremiah? I thought she was okay as a character. I thought seriously, like you know, I heard some other people like Kate Beckinsale and other people were actually Ooh, attached to it. That would have been much. You better. know, I I don't think I'm not really a Naomi Watts fan to be honest. No, Do you think terrible. this movie still like? Let's say if our children like watch this, my children are not ever gonna watch this movie. What's going to happen? No. Will. Do you guys remember you about think, a few you years think, ago? You think you'll hit them or they'll be like, what's VHS? Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. You know, I guarantee you, like, you remember that whole, that stupid hoax they had, you know, back a couple years ago with that YouTube video or something like that, you know? Or the face. The face or something like that. It's just going to be something like that. If they ever did, like, a remake of The Ring, they can do some type of streaming bullshit, you know, to actually, you know, focus on this generation type of stuff. Kind of did already with, like, uh, the YouTube. Uh, my, uh, was, I think it was a FaceTime live channel, and people started disappearing. If, uh, yeah. yeah, I saw the trailer for that one. My, they did uh, little, they did little bits and parts of like, oh, if you watch this, you're gonna die. But this is not a, a, a new concept. So the ring isn't a new concept. The way they did it was kind of fresh and different. But Invasion of the Body Snatchers, like it, uh, being overcome by a mysterious force and slipping away or being murdered by something, this is not a new concept. It's just. Uh, kind Jap- of a fresh, different way. They used, Japanese horror movies. Yeah, they they made it come. They made it come through the TV without any explanation, <laughs> as opposed to coming through the front door. Um, this is no different than a lot, you know, a lot of horror movies. So let me let me ask you about Aiden. What you guys thought of Aiden? Because he's the he's, one he's part weird. of this whole movie that just to me, he's creepy. But he, there, he's the one that has no explanation that pisses me off. So every single time. Shining. No, you say, no, no, that's what I'm saying. So the, you think the, it's very Danny-ish? In Japan, in Japan, somebody was like, "Oh, look, The Shining. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a Danny character." Yeah, there's yeah. nothing creepy than seeing a little kid in the tuxedo suit yeah. just walking around. You know? <laughs> yeah, just with like, a little bowl cut. What the hell is this, man? Oh, uh, the one, the one scene where he's just like going to town on that, that dark ring. Did I ever show ring? you a picture? Did I show you a picture of Charlotte at age like two? Just like Danny for the show, he was terrifying. And so the other girls were just like <laughs> she would walk around the, the house. twins. <laughs> Come and play. Yeah, the moment I see like 
my kid or something like that, like just on the floor and just drawing circles around yeah. the fucking thing. I'm like, yo, you need to chill the fuck out. <laughs> so on. was the ring, was the ring the top of the well? Yeah. Yes. I think that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. And if you ever notice, like when the people were about to get killed, you actually see some type of like a ring, like residue or something like that. Mm-hmm. If they're drinking a cup of coffee, you see the ring actually before they die. If you see them, you know, drawing something like the ring was right there. Yeah, so this, this was actually based off a book before it became the Japanese Ringyu and then the ring. Um, and well, I like this. Uh, thanks, IMDb. Uh, fun facts. Uh, but the author actually said that he picked the ring because it, it represents the cyclical nature of the curse. Right? It's this idea that it the only way to... Sort of, yeah. It just continues on and on. Um, and I thought that that was actually like really cool and, and really deep. But then the way that they do that with... right um, For both Samara having it... The, the 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 lid pushed over and then for Rachel when she looks up and she sees the the lid push itself over I mean creepy as hell um, and you see the ring outline I mean to me there's a whole lot of different um, I guess symbols that come with the ring you know so we talked about the funny moment was it with was there no. a funny moment yeah there was I I I thought it was funny it was I I, I oh, got like dad. a little got a little <laughs> rastral feeling when the was it Noah grabbing the hose. Oh yeah, running, 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 and running, then running. He pulls it back. He's like, yeah. "Come on, dude, yeah. undo the hose. It's like, connected." What's he doing with the hose? Oh, I guess he was trying to re- have her climb up. Yeah. I'm still trying but to yeah. figure out what the fucking thing did that kid mean? You let her out. She was already out. But why would you say you would let her out? Well, unless, and again, I know Sean, this is opening the door for you to just attack. Uh, unless allowing her to come out of the well allows her 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 reign of yeah her reign to, to expand even more which is why one thing i was kind of thinking about is was katie and them were they the first ones to really be attacked because if that's the case then in that sense yeah with rachel getting that tape and then creating the copies she literally is coming out of her, her is there, hiding place. Has anyone seen The Ring 2 or 3 or I 4 or 5 or there's 9? There's only two, but no, I, I've seen parts of two, but there's I haven't a, seen There's a third rings. one, actually. It's there's called Rings. Is there really? Yes. Oh, there is. I've never watched it. Is there any intimation as Man, to the story? To be quite honest with you, and I mean this in the best way, that movie, when I saw that movie, went poof. Like I was like I don't give a shit about it. So okay. I can't even tell you. A, 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 I think it has idea. something to do with, with Anna, right? The mom, isn't she alive? It had to do with the kid being more fucking powerful, like you know, little, yeah. little, little, little Aiden, little, little Aiden. You no, know, there was a sister named Samana. <laughs> I'm <Okay>. sorry. <laughs> I still, I, I still question. I still question if Sean actually watched the movie, or if he just maybe did dishes, and if he. Like, I wonder. I feel like he was in a different room when like the he had audio the TV was on, going. but he was also in the his pool. He goes, hall. "Listen, I will watch the movie how I watch <laughs> the movie." Yeah, that is the truth. I, I, however, I watch. Do not question me or my <laughs> integrity here. Yeah, it's. I mean. <laughs> It's enough to know that this is not the plot. I I watched it enough to know that the plot was shit and that there was at least nine really big holes that I don't understand how you can... I watched enough. Oh, that's, that's literally... I don't know about the whole... No, I fast-forwarded Noah's... Rule. I fast-forwarded Noah's death. I could not deal with that. And then there was a couple of places where it just seemed scary and I went... So his death, uh, Brian Cox's death, I might have been fast forward. <laughs> but, but, but talking about, let's just let's be clear here. Majority of us in this room were watching this movie during daytime. No, daytime. All of us. Shit. No, I did finish it night. last night. I finished it last night too. Oh, and I 
Actually, I passed out. I was kind of pissed off of it. I might have held the the pillow next to me really tight. No, but I I absolutely did watch it. There was a couple of scenes um, where I might have muted it. And a couple of scenes where I did fast forward. You looked away. But I did the same like, thing with it. For, because for about I said, an hour? I mean, started looking around. Is that fucking fly? Is that fly? No, no, you look at your phone. That's Is that fly on the window? <laughs> Why yeah. Can you really look I at your phone when I watch horror movies? Like you do this whole thing where just like, I close my eyes a little bit. Because <laughs> you don't see a hand. Purposely like, oh, uh, do I have a text message? I'm oh like, my gosh. I don't even have a text yeah. message right now. That's shocking. You know, bottom line is I just don't like horror movies. That's that's all there is to it. We can't wait for the rest of them for this Halloween season. There's a difference between a Halloween movie, bro, and a horror movie. Uh, Michael Myers is wonderful. Oh yeah, he's it, just he's just it too. <laughs> no, I'm not watching that shit. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna do I'm it. I'm not too. going through another I'll 365 days of of uh, that movie must have done its job. <laughs> I had a nightmare on Wednesday, bro. Wednesday. God, why well, you have to be like? I'm telling you, the way I defeated Pennywise the, the clowns, no, you have to defeat him in your dreams. I think I got him. Because if you don't <laughs> defeat <laughs> him. <laughs> It helps you so much. I think I got him on Wednesday. I had this trick where I would do this. <laughs> and, and for those of you listening, you know, I put my hands over like my, my face like John Travolta did in uh, Pulp, Fiction. Pulp Fiction. And I could only see his eyes. And that made me like he was scared of me. Oh, God. <laughs> and that brings us to the inner review. Now it's time in the podcast where each of the hosts provides our scale of zero to five. Eddie, can you take us through our scale Please. Uh, yes. Zero, the perfect movie. You don't need shit to enjoy it. One, a feel-good first cocktail. Two, a happy buzz. Three, in the Uber or lifting home. Four, a rough morning walk of shame. Five, blacked out, shit-faced, spring break drunk. Gentlemen, let's start with Sean. All right. Um, <clears throat> I really gave this a good college try. I really hate <laughs> horror. College <laughs> try. I really hate horror Let movies. Let me just tell you how Sean got through college, everybody. I really hate horror movies. I really hate uh, being scared. I don't see the point in it. I don't see the benefit of watching these type of movies. However, I tried to put that aside, and I really tried to get into the the background. Uh, Jeremy last year made me watch like six huge horror movies. I'm really proud of you, by the way. Um, and 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 they had great stories that were intriguing and great characters, and they were compelling. And I found this movie just did not have the it did not have the plot that I was hoping for. I really was hoping to find that Sumara, the Samara had like a backstory that was flushed out and that you could actually know why. Um, you know, I, we talked about it last time, and I, Jeremy, and I understand that there's a whole other movie that shows the backstory of, of of Pennywise the Clown. Yes, this doesn't have that. It wasn't supposed to ever have that. This is a self-contained movie. I want to know. I need the answers because the answers is what helps me appreciate and understand the story. If I don't know and I'm left to guessing, uh, one or two things is fine, but the entire plot. No, I don't know why uh, Samara was attacking people. I don't know why she chose. I don't know why she chose the TV as the methodology or how she chose the TV as the methodology of of emerging. I don't know how she picked her victims. I don't know how the victims got the videotape. I don't know why she made the videotape in the beginning. You know, even if it was something like the psychiatrist created the videotape in order to try and help her and it you know, went the wrong way. No, I'm okay with that. Give me anything. Even if the explanation is bad, give me anything. This movie gave me nothing. It gave me a very, uh, slim to, to, uh, nothing 
um, explanation of her family. I thought her dad was super interesting, although, uh, you know, Brian Cox is just fantastic. And I, I guess her <laughs> Brian stepdad. freaking Cox. <laughs> um, and, but I will say this. I appreciated the fact that the graphics were fresh and different and that her coming through TV were uh, terrifying. Um, and generally speaking, I would give this movie a five as is my uh, as is my normal expecting it uh, yeah. expectation. But I'm not going to do that because I did appreciate that this movie had something that other movies didn't. And it didn't just berate you over the head like it did with horror. It actually stretched it out and gave you suspense. And I think Gore Verbinski did a really nice job of creating a nice flow to the movie. And so for that, I'm going to give it a uh, four and a half, four rough morning walk of shame with an extra. Well, you're not going to go five, but you're sure as hell coming close. Um, It wasn't a 5.5. Wasn't a 5.5. Better than to all the boys I loved before. Uh, Eddie. I don't like that movie. So, like I said, uh, 2002, this movie definitely hit hard. Um, It was one of those movies where I remember I, I was on a date, and I remember it just hit differently. Like I wasn't expecting the whole person coming out of no one was expecting to see person coming out of the screen the, the whole movie theater felt cold the rest of that night felt cold i didn't talk to the my, that date for the rest of the night and i just it was like nope i don't want nothing to do with you and I, that's it let's just end it here because i just want to end that movie here um watching it now it doesn't hold the same effect i feel like this movie <laughs> doesn't age well uh for personally it, did, it didn't age well for me brandon don't look at me that way it just didn't like it's but i'm not saying it's a bad movie i'm just saying it's not as scary as it was when i first watched it for some reason and i, I think i agree with you if for me it, it evolved into more like a uh it, i don't know like a mysterious uh crime solving movie it, it was just like i just started seeing it in a different light uh, i think if it's a movie you definitely have to see uh at least once in your life, because it definitely throws a nice little monkey wrench in how you see the world, uh, especially with VHS VHS tep, tapes tapes. I agree with Sean. Like it just, I wish it was more about the character, the main character Samara. Like it just had there was these open ended questions. It's like, okay, well, how where did this tape come from, and you know why is she coming out of the screen? Well, what's the whole thing with the waters? And then you start picking part apart maybe little parts of the movie. That it doesn't really hold down to a true fat. I do like uh, the the scariness of her coming out of the, the stream, though. I think feel like that's a big part of just film changing today. And this movie paved the way for a lot of movies. Um, I one of those movies I'm gonna let my kids watch just for the for the fun of it down the road. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I might not even watch it myself. Uh, I just I just grew over it. But I. I'm kind of torn between two stores with this movie, so I don't know how to grade this movie, but I'm going to give it a three. Just right down the middle. For me, it's going to be a three. I, I feel like it's an average movie's two and a half. I feel like it's just not right there for me if I'm comparing it to other movies. So I'm giving it a three. I'm going to Uber Lifting Home. Uh, Jeremiah, I can't look at Brandon right now because he's mad at me. Yeah, I know, <laughs> man. Jeez. Personal. You gave it a 4.5, 4.6 or something like that. I'm not bad. Come on, bro. Um, honestly, this movie, when it first came out, I remember seeing it, I thought it was just like this revolutionary film, like, oh my God, this is how like the next, this is how the generation of horror films is going to be made. And everyone knows me personally knows that I enjoy scary movies and I enjoy horror films. I don't like watching them, but I enjoy them and shit. However, this movie, yeah, you get that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like I hate going to the theaters and being all kind of scared and shit. I don't like the feeling of it. But I want to go. But I want to go. <laughs> that being said, 
20 years later, there's a lot of parts in this film that does not hold up. You know, I think it's beautiful shot and everything. The score is creepy as shit. You know, um, I think the premise is really good. But honestly, I think the Japanese version is a lot better film than this. Yes. Um, I think it did pay the way for him bringing uh, the Japanese horror culture into uh, American cinema. And I think it did pave the way a lot away. I would love to see this story more in, in a TV show, maybe hopefully in the future. That would be pretty cool to actually get the background of it and actually get a, a premise of the story of it. I would love to see something like that. But that being said, um, I still don't think this movie still holds up. Like, you know, I think there's a lot of things, flaws to it. It's good. It's not the worst horror film, but it's not the greatest horror film that a lot of people, some people might say. I think it's just, it's an average movie, man. So I, I honestly think it's about close to as a three for me as well. So I'm Uber Living going home, guys. Bring it home, Brandon. Well, for the first time, I'm on this side. He's definitely on that side. I'm on this side of this oh, table. Um, so so I, let me set the stage. I love the concept of horror movies and scary movies, and I can't do them. I just, I just don't find any pleasure of being terrified. Uh, I mean, Eddie, I know you and I share this, but when I saw Paranormal Activity, oh, I slept with my brother sitting next to me that, that, on the couch for three nights with the yes. window or the, uh, the, the lights on because I was just terrified. So I just we drove back home with the lights on in our car. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I hear you. <laughs> no one talking. We just drove back. You home. just drove, right? Slept with the Bible. <laughs> so I, so I don't, I don't like to watch many of them. I love to hear about them, but I don't like watching them, which is why when I see one, I feel like it's, it's a, it's a minor major accomplishment in my life. It's like something like, I can stand there and go, I did that. I made it through. What I love about The Ring is it's the first movie and really the only scary movie with the exception of Paranormal Activity that I ever saw in theaters. I sat there. I was terrified by it, but I loved it. It was like this giddy whatever about it. Watching it now a couple years later um, from 2002, so 18 years later, I realized that it's not a horror movie. It's a psychological thriller, 1,000%. It's a story about jumping inside of Rachel's head and trying to figure it out with her, which is why, for me, it's okay that we don't get the answers because she doesn't get the answers. All that we do is we follow along with her. She's a really good reporter. We follow along with her. And the point is, Samara is not the char- the main character of the story. That, and that's not the story that they're telling. She's not. Rachel is, 1,000%. And Rachel is doing something uh, throughout the entire movie. Her motivation is simply to find out how to save her son. And guess Herself what? Too. She finds out how to do it, right? She finds out by this idea of, of moving the tape out into the, to, to the population for other people to get. Is it a great movie? Um, I think it is, actually. Is it a perfectly made movie? No, it's not. Does it have holes? Absolutely. Does it make you think? Absolutely. And I think it makes you think in a good way. And additionally, is it a movie that inspired a whole generation of at least five or six years of different movies? Yep. We would never have a whole lot of other movies that I haven't seen. I did see The Grudge. But that uh, that it, it has created an entire type of storytelling. And for that... I think it's kind of invaluable two films. Um, so for that, I'm, I'm going with I'm going with a 1.5. I think it's a feel good first cocktail with a with a shot. I really do. Is it a perfect movie? No, but is it a damn good movie? Absolutely. And I will happily watch it every October, uh, like I have for the past 18 years. 
All right, Eddie, when you just uh, when you combine three of those reasonable scores with the fourth unreasonable one, what did the ring earn? Wow. <laughs> you know what? It evened out a little bit, and it came out a three. A solid three. A solid three. Jeremy, on our That's list about of 1.5, too, uh, uh, too high. Where does that put us? It actually ties with another uh, Brandon's classic and Eddie's classic. If you ever pay attention to the 300 episode, yeah, oh, it God, actually ties no. with 300. No! I mean, this is better than the ring, actually. Oh, thank God. Uh, Scream is actually... That's the ring, bro. So it's actually tied with 300. And sooner or later, we're going to get like a huge list on our like website to show you what our category is. Believe me, it is very, very crazy and whatnot. But yeah, it's a three. It's an Uber lifting home. All right. If you enjoyed the review or a fan of the podcast, we ask you, please subscribe wherever you're listening and leave us a five-star review on Sorry, iTunes. Brandon. If you're interested, you can find us on Instagram at the.gentlemanpodcast. You can visit our website at gentlemanpodcast.com. Or if you want to, you can reach out by email at host at thegentlemanpodcast.com. Now you know how I felt during Superman, you son of a... <laughs> uh, for legal reasons, we don't condone or encourage anyone under the age of 21 to drink along with us. And of course, because we live in a ridiculous society... I wish I had stupid, shat all stupid. over North Northwest more than I do. We must ask you please not to drink and drive. You're listening to us in the car, you vindictive <sighs> son of a... Okay. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait for the next Hitchcock. I don't care if it's one that I like. <laughs> oh, vertigo. <laughs> All right, Eddie, what do we have for shout outs? Uh, shout out to San Diego, California. Yep. Yeah. San, yeah, yeah. San Diego, California. Uh, San Diego. San Diego. Also. Whale's, Whale's vagina. vagina. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, can we also shout out to Albuquerque, New Mexico? Yes. Yes, Albuquerque. Uh, shout out also to. There. High School Musical. Shout out also and to. Breaking Bad. Yes. Oh. Shout out also <laughs> to Los Angeles, California. Ah, yes. Clippers. Our, our friends. Lakers. Our friends. And, uh, and the Los Angels. Los City of Angels. All right. Yep. Uh, next week, we've got, uh, we're continuing our Halloween uh, spooktacular with what or movie? Uh, I don't gentlemen? even know. Well, it, you know, it, it's Halloween season, and we figure, like, we have to do a Tim Burton film, we right? We have to do Tim Burton. So, you know what? Stick around and come out next week. Or I can just tell you right now. Well, whatever you want to do. Snip, snip. Cut, cut. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. That doesn't really uh, narrow it down. Everybody. I know. That's every Tim Burton film. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll leave it with that. So cheers, gentlemen, and we'll see you next week. Hey, Brandon, let's, let's cheers. Cheers. That was a really shitty episode. <laughs> I'm starving. We already ate. Why are you pissed? It was better than a three. From both of you guys. It's not just...